Hey, welcome back to another episode of Widowed Too Soon. This is Mark Massaro. I'm here with my friend and co-host, Michelle Bader. Michelle, how professional did that sound? That sounded really good. Welcome Thank back. You. Like we were on a break. Like, well, yes. it has been a little while, a few weeks. It has. Weeks. We've been on a hiatus. Yeah. So welcome back. Welcome and back. I don't know if you're going to say Michelle Bader for that many more times. Oh, yes. Right? Uh, how, am I allowed to say yeah. Right. Let's so say what? what is it? How do you say his oh, last name? Ebersol. Ebersol. Okay. I just didn't yeah. know if it, you know, I don't know. No, I, I don't want you to have to edit this out later if I say, <laughs> I think, you know, I think I'm going, but I might keep like my pen name, like my name for all my stuff because people already know my name. So I don't yes, know. Yes. Yes. I, I haven't mm. decided yet. Because, That's a good point. You know? Yeah. It's only 29 days until my wedding. 29. That's crazy. So that's like yeah. one day for every year that you are old. That, right? I was just thinking how that's how old I am is 29. And that's yes. how many days, days until that's just my amazing. wedding. I, that's I can't so believe crazy. It. And thank you listeners who've been along for this whole journey. It's been amazing. Amazing. Yeah, no kidding. Gosh, it's crazy. To be back when we started this podcast, yeah. like what long a different place ago. we were in. I know. Like, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, in the scope of life, I think it's been like a year and a half of doing this, maybe somewhere in there. May yeah. will be two years. We'll have been doing a podcast for two years. It was May Whoa. 4th. Remember the whole fourth thing? It was like May 4th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Two years ago. Like, that just is crazy. Wow. wow. In three more months, it'll be two years of podcasting. How is that possible? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea how that's possible, but we're here. We're, we're here. Still happily doing this because we <laughs> love it or because is it we're, because of those high paychecks yes I mean, it is i'm getting um, them i don't know <laughs> i know see what's up with that i'm over here all struggling financially you're <laughs> making I'm all like the big rolling bucks. in all the widow too soon money <laughs> we're just joking so you know we don't make money yet but maybe someday we got maybe someday maybe and, maybe and we will you guys can when we do you guys can celebrate with us yes <laughs> Anyway, six bucks, six dollars. I don't even know how we, how okay, whatever. That's whatever. something for us to talk about, yeah. you know, not on air. Right. Like, how do we, how do we make money doing this? I, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, tell me about you. What's going no, on with you? I know. Oh, wait, I'm we did it wrong. today. Okay, you're you hosting. tell me about you. Okay. What's up I'm... with the wedding plans? What's oh, up with Joel? Oh, they're so good. So, um, talked with the DJ, you know, getting all the music figured out. Hey, Mr. DJ. DJ. Come on, uh -huh. you know I had to do that. <laughs> you had to do that. And he is going to perform our first dance along with Haley. They're singing it together. Whoa. So it's going to be beautiful. And she's singing some worship songs during the ceremony. So I always love hearing her sing. Um, and we're actually... Yeah, she has a really pretty voice. Thank you. I don't think we've talked about it on here, but we're going to do this thing. I got the idea. I wish I could shout out her name, but I don't remember it. But a widow on Instagram got married and she posted this thing about what she, her and her husband read at the beginning of their ceremony. He was divorced. She was widowed. And it was like this day, you can have both emotions, grief and joy, because none of us would be here if we hadn't experienced grief, either family mm -hmm. to be at this day. So we're actually writing our own and we're going oh, to start, you know, after I walked down the aisle, all that, like, then we're going, I think the pastor is going to be like, um, you know, Joel and Michelle want to share something with you and we're going to start it with that. Oh, that's and super just, cool. Yeah. To give people permission to feel whatever they're feeling like, you know, um, 
a lot of Luke's family is going to be there, which I think is great. Yeah. They're supporting my new marriage and they're supporting yes. the kids in this, you know, but they're going to have some grief. Like that's probably strange to watch me marry somebody else. And, um, you know, his family, they've been through grief in order to be where they're at with the grief of a divorce. And yeah. so we just want to acknowledge that. So anyways, wedding plans are great. Um, super, super excited. I just, I'm ordering this. This is not for the wedding. This is for the bachelorette party. I'm ordering a cowboy hat, like a white cowboy hat that says bride with a veil in the back. And we're going line dancing. So excited. Wait, hold on. Did <laughs> you say that's after the wedding? No, 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 no. Bachelorette. It's two days before the wedding. We're doing the bachelorette oh, okay. party. Yeah, no, I know. You said, I heard you say bachelorette. I'm like, wait, you're doing a bachelorette party after the wedding? Yeah, <laughs> instead of the honeymoon. Backwards. Yeah. Yes, no, yes, no. yes. We are going to be okay. flying off to Kauai. And wow that's super so cool. excited okay Whatever. seriously you need to mail me some uh kona coffee kona coffee okay. kona coffee yeah check i'm serious i'm, gonna, to hold, I'm gonna hold you to that i'm gonna be like yo i know you're on a honeymoon <laughs> but where's my coffee kona coffee why is that like the best and you can it's super it good but it, it's it's way cheaper if you buy it oh okay um, i'll try I'm, to I'm remember i know no i'm just kidding you don't you're on your honeymoon I you can you text me but we might we were talking about i'm not texting you phones. on your honeymoon that's yeah, so whack we were talking about like except for you know in case my kids have an emergency about really like not even having phones just being in our own yeah. world i'm so excited about that nobody should be texting you on your honeymoon unless it's asking for coffee yeah yeah right <laughs> what about me <laughs> anyway coffee yeah all of the wedding plans i'll are text good. don't worry i'll text joel okay you text him and he's <laughs> he's really not gonna be using his phone but i'm gonna be using it for pictures maybe i'll do where you turn the phone off and just use it for pictures there you and go. Be, Airplane mode. Old school where I'll give the name of the hotel or wherever. Yeah, we're staying a hotel. Um to yeah. the kids. Like, here's the number in case of emergency. There you go. Like for That's real. Smart. Like, That's smart. That'd be totally. And then fun. your kids call you, he's like, Where's the butter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't find the butter. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm just in this wonderful place. Um and I, I did this post on Valentine's Day with Luke, a picture of Luke and a picture of Joel and like how you can love two people. And it's so true. Like I still love and honor Luke and his memory, Absolutely. but yet I'm in this place where I'm about to marry another man and I'm totally at peace about it. And I'm really happy with where I'm at and where Joel and I are at. Um, just excited to officially start our lives together and mm. to be his wife and, um, just I'm excited about it. Just ready to fully take that next step. And just that's so wonderful. Feeling really blessed because he is such an amazing man and has been through mm -hmm. a lot and really has persevered. And I know God brought us together. And yeah, just excited about the future. So that's, that's what's great. going on with that's me. So wonderful. Yeah. And then on another note, um, totally unrelated to that, I'm really getting into my grief recovery work. So I'm now a grief recovery specialist and I'm doing my advanced grief recovery training right now as of um, next week. So by the time you guys listen to this, I will be certified to help people online. And so the difference between like people are like, well, what's the difference between grief share and grief recovery? They're both good in different ways. Grief share is more like in a group sharing kind of your feelings and you're supporting each other. This is grief work. If you want to recover from your grief, if you want to take mm. steps and some of them are hard to actually recover because it is possible. That's another myth that people think is that you never can recover from grief. 
And so I'll probably say it again at the end of this, but if you're interested, please email me or send a message. Um, I would love to set up a, a phone. Actually, I'm going to put a link that has um, my Calendly where you can set up a 15 minute phone call with me if you want to discuss this and learn more about it. So it's nice. amazing. I'm doing my first pilot helping someone go through this and she's found it very, very beneficial. And I feel like I found my calling. Like this is my thing now. Like mm. in addition to, you know, widow goals and widow too soon and all of this, like to be able to, help people recover from grief to not stay stuck in it. And I mean, that's why we do the podcast too. Yeah. We want to help people. And we've had so much, thank you listeners. So many people reach out and say, you guys have helped me so much. Yeah. And so it's such a blessing to get it those is, messages. Right. Cause sometimes, I mean, we're just sitting here talking to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and then somebody in Zimbabwe or somewhere yeah. hears us and it's like, Whoa, it's crazy. So it is anyways. Enough about me. Let's talk oh, about yeah. you. And you had some big stuff happening, like going public. Can you yeah, tell us about that I can. So not everybody that <laughs> listens um, follows us, widow too soon, uh, or me mm-hmm. on Facebook, and so they wouldn't know. They just still know her as Mystery Girl. Mystery Girl. He is no longer. I know, and I'm gonna miss that. We can still hey, say Mystery it. Girl. Hey. Hey. <laughs> but um so um i got her permission to talk about her Her name is tina gillen water and she is just uh such a beautiful soul um she is from west virginia she's my mountain Mm. mama (laughs) country roads take take me me home so yeah that's her theme song you know nice so i I call her my little mountain mama and she is just so (laughs) beautiful and so cute Mm. and the pictures of you guys together that was just it it sounds cheesy, but like warmed my heart. It was just like, oh, they're, they're so cute. And then especially the picture of you guys with the kids. I was like, I love this so much. Oh, it yeah. It was just beautiful. Beautiful. It is. And it's, you know, there's, of course, um, you know, there's things that come with that, of course, yes. you know. Um, you know, for one, I'd say the the thing that is forefront in my mind all the time with posts like that or pictures like that are um my in-laws and being sensitive right. to their feelings like you were mentioning earlier mm-hmm. and um because I care deeply about what they feel and obviously don't want to hurt their feelings and um and her family also I'm also careful I try to be careful um because I'm friends with a lot of her family on Facebook and right. I want them to know that um you know that I'm very serious about her and that I love her and care for her a lot but you know I also I don't want to um, ever seem like I'm disregarding uh, her late husband or my late right. wife because I'm, you know, it's just interesting, it, it right? It's, it's something you don't really understand until you've you've been uh-huh. through this that like, that I still love and adore Lacey. I still hate what happened. I still wish right. I could change it. But you also get to a point where you're like, but I can't. This is the, these are the cards I was handed yeah. And I'm just trying to press forward in life. And so anyways, um, but I, I don't I want to talk about, you know, the happy stuff for just yes. a minute. And I know that not everybody's there. And um, I want you to know, I understand. And I, I do pray for a lot of you and um, feel for a lot of you. And I hope that our posts and our conversations about our new loves encourage people. Yes. Um, that And you see that I can sit here and talk about how much I love Tina and how amazing she is. And at the very same time, 
talk about how amazing Lacey is, right? you know, and how much I love her. Right. And, um, you know, and, and I like to try to remember to talk about, um, Lacey in the present tense as much mm. as possible because right. she is still alive. She's just right. not in, she's not here on earth, but, um, you know, we believe as Christians that, um, she's very much alive and well, um, much better off than we are. So I, I try to remember it's, it's hard, you know, it's so yeah. easy to say was a good person or whatever, but anyways, so, um, moving along to, you know, continuing on, excuse me, with what I've been up to is that, uh, Tina came here and visited Yay. and, um, it was just a great time together. Um, in addition to the great visit, um, cause she's, you know, my best friend. And yeah. so we really enjoy spending time together. We just really laugh a lot and mm-hmm. ease each other a lot, you know, like that's just how we yeah. have, we have friendly banter, you know, and. We, we like to smack talk, you know, we play like, you know, bowling on the Nintendo Switch nice. and she just dominates for some reason. It makes me so mad. I'm like, how are you this much better than me at this? But whatever she is, she beat me by a lot her first time playing. I was like, yeah, I've never played before either. Right. Like, like, yeah, right. You know, so, you know, I secretly practice in all my free time. So the next nice. time she comes, I can beat her. But anyways. Uh, joking aside, she was really sweet and helped me put together a birthday party for my daughter, Alexis. Um, and it was just such a better party for starters because, <laughs> um, you know, there was a woman involved. Who, yeah. You know, right? you're, y'all are really good at this thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, being, being a mommy, you know? Yeah. And so I'm so thankful that my kids have somebody yes. um, acting in this capacity in their life again. And for me, I'm, I'm, I'm so, it feels so nice because Lacey was very sick. And so it's not just that she passed away two and a half years ago. Um, she was sick for a long time too. I've been doing things on my own for a long time with the kids right. and parenting and, you know, all this stuff. So it's so nice to um, also, in addition to all the things I get to feel, having somebody to share my day with again and all this stuff. Right. But yes. um but having somebody that's like, you know, Alexis is like, oh, okay. or when we go out to eat, Alexis is like, I have to go potty. And she's like, oh, I could take you. Right. And I'm like, oh, my Just gosh, like that, that used yeah. to be the biggest thing for me, because mm. like I I have to stand out front of the woman's restroom, which right. I already feel super uncomfortable doing. <laughs> right. Like because I don't want them to think I'm some creep who's standing out front of the yeah. woman's bathroom. You know what <laughs> I mean? But I'm not going to walk away when my daughter's in there because yeah, I don't exactly. know who else is in that restroom. I want to be right. able to you know, come kicking in the door if I hear my daughter scream or something. So it's, it's always just been this really uncomfortable thing. Um, or when both my kids had to go to the restaurant at the same time, I'm like, okay, Alexis, you're older. You can hold it better. Luke, you, you go in there first. I'm, I'm, you know, constantly peeking in you. Okay, buddy. But I don't want to walk away from my daughter and leave my daughter outside of the, you know what I mean? So these, all these things that I've gotten so used to doing. Yeah. It's just this giant load off to have this oh, sweet sure. woman who just wants to do it and wants to help me. And, um, you know, she's, she's told me before, like that she just had this feeling that um, inside that she wasn't done being a mommy, even though her kids wow. are adults. And so she's like, I just don't feel like I'm done being a mom. Wow. And I'm like, well, that's perfect. Cause I got <laughs> two kids. <laughs> well, that kidding. works but, out. Yeah. But, um, and she's just so good with them and it's, um, She's just so sweet. She's just so awesome. Um, so we had a great time together while she was here. Um, nice. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm still I'm still studying math. I'm still teaching myself math to, to take awesome. the GED. 
I'm almost there. I, um, I hope that by the next time we record, um, that I will be able to say I'm a high school graduate at 43 years Yay. old. Yay! <laughs> it's never Woo. too late. It's never just too a late. just a shade under a decade. No, that was from uh, Tommy Boy. <laughs> oh. He's like, lots of people go to school for seven years or whatever. He's like, yeah, they're called doctors. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, so uh, yeah, and then uh, my friend uh, Chris and his wife um, and their kids obviously uh, should be moving here pretty oh, darn cool. soon. That's so awesome. yeah, so uh, <clears throat> you know, again, maybe by the next time that we record, they'll they'll live here and we'll have had a chance to have dinner together and hang out or something. So, anyways, um, you know, it's been a few weeks again since we recorded, so um, you know, there's been a lot going on. So, yeah. Um, that's that's the uh, summary, but um, yeah. Anyways, so uh that's what's been up that's what's up so moving into today's episode we are doing grief myth number two and that is wait for it wait what for is it you. help You're me out i forgot really i drew a blank know. no i drew a blank i'm thinking of the other okay. one that you said you should keep yourself busy that's right that's what it is okay <laughs> I, I was thinking of the first one we talked it's about okay. which you know um and, I wrote uh, it down. So it was thank right you. Because you're smart. Right. Yeah. That whole thing. See, I'm not a high school graduate. You can tell. <laughs> Maybe when I graduate high school, I'll think of smart, you know, smart things like uh -huh. that. By the way, if you look on my um Facebook profile where it's mm -hmm. I don't know if it's still public if it says this, but uh under education oh, it says it them are them are overrated. Because <laughs> spelled wrong. <laughs> when the other day when you and Joel finally became virtual friends. Uh -huh. I looked at it. We were talking about it. So yes, I know it was yes. there. I'm pretty sure a few days ago, whenever that them are, was. Them are overrated. Yeah. And yeah. All, we were laughing about that. So. <laughs> and you're all, that's so funny. He doesn't even have a high school diploma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I got I to change that pretty soon. I'll be like high pretty school soon. graduate, GED. That's what's Ooh, up. That's right. Yeah, I'm pretty uh I'm pretty proud of myself. So I passed same same status. I passed the three subjects and uh working nice. on the fourth. But yeah. um, it sounds funny. I'll be at 43 years old, be like, I'm gonna be you a high what? school no, graduate for real, though. I'm gonna like... get myself a new JanSport backpack, some <laughs> hyper-colored shirts. No, oh, <laughs> where they just turn color in your armpits because you want everyone to know you're sweating. I mean, what was the point of that? <laughs> I right? forgot about that. What? Oh my gosh! So I got a Facebook ad, totally irrelevant, but I got a Facebook ad recently oh, um, that those shirts are making a comeback. Really. Yeah, well, I almost bought one. And I was like, no, don't be dumb. Let's, this is totally wait. one of those, yeah, nostalgic, stupid things, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, it was just like store. advertising. I mean, it was mostly, I remember like boys that would have the hyper-colored shirts and it'd be all like, oh, I'm a different color under my armpit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sweating. They're <laughs> like, check this out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like Breathe on your shirt. Sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Anyways, good, uh, good old 90s, good old 90s. No, but um, I think I was saying something. I was about- You were, like, sorry. For real, like you should be proud of yourself. Like you had mm, a thank you. hard life when you were in high school and there's reasons why you are where you are today. Thank but you. you. You still have been very successful in everything that you've done. And now you're just making it official. Like you just need to make, make it official, but you've been very successful. Like it doesn't matter. Thank you. You know, like- Anyways, I just want you to not That's take, really nice. I don't take that. away from what you're doing. And I know we're joking, but there's always a little bit of truth under the joking. But it's yeah, a big deal. You. Like you decided to do it instead of not. And you're 
starting a new career and all that. And then you, you know, had a lot of hard things like growing up and then losing Lacey and just everything. So be proud. Mm, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, that that means welcome. a lot. And, and honestly, I am, uh, I am very proud of myself. And uh, I mean, it's just, I'm just trying to be humble. Cause I'll be, I'm, I'm the most humble person you'll ever meet. Like, <laughs> That's always my joke. <laughs> That's that. pretty funny. I mean, seriously, I mean, you'll never meet anybody more yeah. humble than me. Right. <laughs> you know, I think probably taking your GED now in life is harder than graduating high school because it's all it is so hard. far away, like from what you learned. Like, Well, and I didn't really, well, I mean, not to get into that, but yeah, I mean, I, I stopped going to regular high school in right. ninth grade. Um, so I never learned this stuff anyways. Right. So Social studies, fortunately, came very natural for me because I'm yeah. into politics. But um, science was very difficult. Uh, I passed it pretty pretty high score though, which was awesome. Uh, nice. Anyway, anyways, like here, here I go being all humble again. <laughs> uh, but so anyways, humble. and then uh, language arts. Um, you know, I, I passed that with a great score too. So. Um, Math though, math. I'm I'm having to teach myself like oh, algebra and exponents no, and order yeah. of operations and all this pointless, stupid stuff. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes. I'm like who uses this? You know, the yeah. slope of a line. Oh like, no. Formulas. Mm. There's probably all these math whizzes out there. Like Lacey. Oh my gosh, Lacey was so good at math. Mm. Um, it's it's just one of those things. That I'm like, gosh, what a dummy. Why didn't I capitalize on it? She taught me a lot of other stuff. <laughs> right. But I was. She always tried to teach me math. I'm like, meh. Eh, I don't I even really know that. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, what a dummy. She was so smart. Um, nice. She she tutored up to uh, I think it was ca uh, calculus or statistics. Oh wow. Mm. Um. And that's just, I mean, she went higher, but she didn't feel comfortable charging people for things that she wasn't like an yeah. expert at, but she yeah. was tutoring people up to like calculus and statistics and um, yeah. all, all kinds of math. Yeah. But the, all this stuff I'm doing right now that is so complicated for me, like she tutored kids on this all the time and she was like really, really good at it. And um, just, she was so brilliant, you know? So it's cool when I see my son and daughter for that matter, but um, they're both very smart in their own ways. Yeah. Um, but my son, Luke, is mm -hmm. he is beyond gifted in math. It is yeah. crazy. Like how, and he, I just got, he got sent home with an award that um, yeah. he is the number one uh, reader in his class. Wow, uh, that's yeah. so awesome. I mean, you know, he's his second time in kindergarten, but still. That's all like, right, that's great. He, he started this year not knowing how to read. We came here and wow. he was playing catch up because we had, yeah. you know, very different, difficult life in California. And so, you know. This was his first time in public school when we came yeah. here. So he was starting from scratch at the beginning of this year and did not know how to read. And then about a month into school, um, they sent him home with his first homework. And he, he, I was like, all right, let's read your book, buddy. And we sat down on the couch together and he just took off. He just wow. started reading. I'm like, dude, you can like read. <laughs> nice. So anyways, yeah, they're going to great school. So anyways, sorry. So let's get, uh, <laughs> let's get into the episode. We're, we're 45 minutes in, so do you, should I should I pray or? <laughs> I guess we should get into the meat and potatoes here. Yeah. So why don't you start us off and tell us what we're you know? Yeah. So give we're us, talking give us a little about intro. the myth of you should keep yourself busy. So basically, a lot of people think you should just keep yourself busy because it distracts you from the pain. Let's go back to that broken arm scenario we had a few weeks ago. <laughs> it's like the worst see the broken visual. Arm. 
right? Yeah, I mean, she fell hard. I did. It's really (laughs) broken. (laughs) And so if I don't do anything about it, I'm just distracting myself from the pain. Like, oh, there's a piece of candy. There's this. I'm distracting, distracting. Is my heart still going to be broken? Like in this weird position? If I don't get any help? Yes. So even though I was distracted by the candy and all the things, I did not get any better. It's the same thing with grievers. If we just Mm -hmm. distract ourselves, keep busy, we actually have something we call um, STIRBS in grief recovery. It stands for short-term energy-relieving behaviors. Let me repeat Mm -hmm. that. Short-term energy-relieving behaviors. And Mm -hmm. it's anything we do as grievers that distracts us from the pain. So give Uh, us some example of some STIRBS. Uh, shopping, like mm. wanting to, I know we both have self-admitted like Amazon shopping. I still do that. Mm. I love it, but I don't feel like that's I do how I got a, co- to- that's how I got a cologne collection hobby. Okay. That's what I was doing. Shopping. Anyways, yeah. shopping. So, you yeah. know, where you just don't want to feel the pain. And then I was thinking about, cause I was going over this with my client this week. This is what we were talking about. And I go through mine as well. And I'm like, I feel like it used to really be like shows. Like I'd get like, I want to find um, a series that has like five seasons and I just want to watch them and like, Mm. just not be where I'm at, like dealing with it. Now there's a time and a place for relaxing and stuff like that. But when this is like what you're, you have pain, but you don't deal with it. um, It could be for some people, alcohol, like drinking to Mm. escape and to get out of your reality. Uh, I mean, there's so many different things that it could be but it's basically anything taking it away. And and we often tell ourselves when we're new in grief, like, I just need to keep busy. I just need to keep busy. But your arm's still going to be broken. Like you mm-hmm. have to deal with it. And so finding that balance of, yes, keeping, there's a difference too, because you don't want to just be home alone doing nothing, like petting the cats, like an old cat lady. You, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, <laughs> side note, I was telling Haley about my biggest fear used to be one of that I would like when my kids leave, I'd be alone with my cats. I don't even have cats, but then I would just be like in a black dress, my hair in a bun with like 10 cats just running around my house and I'd be all alone. That's what I used to think. Anyways, that's a side note. Um, I don't even know where I'm going with that. Anyways, I don't want to be a cat lady, but let's get back to what we're talking about. Keeping busy. Like it's, it feels good in the moment and using mm. those stirbs feel good in the moment, but it's still going to be there. It's like when, you know, you need to clean your house and you just avoid it, avoid it. You still have to do it. Procrastinating, mm-hmm. same kind of thing, like waiting till the last minute to do things. Like you're still going to have to deal with the pain if you want to move forward in life. Um, yeah. And you know, for me, cleaning actually would have been like a stir well, for me. Yeah, and that's um, di- different than or me. organizing or whatever you know what I mean. Like, but it was just distracting my mind. But so, well, let's play. Let me play devil's advocate a little okay. bit. Is there any times that you can think of that would be a uh, good time to distract yourself, or how can you say? Yeah, like like maybe a way that you distract yourself in a positive way. Um, I think first, what we feel we can heal. So mm-hmm. let's say, okay, let's say it's like Mother's Day like for a new widow, that's a mm-hmm. hard day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like feel, cause I remember doing this on one mother's day, like feel the pain, let yourself feel it. But if you want to go out and do something, treat yourself. Like, I think I went shopping on the first mother's day. You want to go out shopping and do that. It's not that it's 
distracting from your pain. You've already felt your pain, but it's giving you something to do and like treating yourself a little bit. So if that makes treat sense. Treat yourself. I know you're going to say Parks and Rec, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. And I missed that show. That was a good show. You have gotten very few of my references in the past. That well, that's impressive. an easy one. Treat yourself. Is it? I love that. So mm. It's on, it's on, uh, do you have Peacock? By the way, they, they pulled do. it off Netflix, but it's on Peacock. Okay. So. Well, I need to go watch those again. Yeah, it's a great show. Yes. Um, I actually anyway, found sorry. a list of stirbs in the book, the grief recovery oh, okay. handbook. Okay. So it says food, alcohol and drugs, anger. Mm. Anger, that's interesting. <laughs> Exercise, um, fantasy like movies, TV books, shows like we were talking about, isolation, mm-hmm. um, sex, shopping and work workaholism that's another mm. one too people who just mm. want to stay at work because they don't want to deal with their stuff um, yeah those wow. are all things um that don't work okay so listen to this short-term okay short-term relief doesn't work so imagine a steam kettle filled with water the flame under the kettle is turned up high normally as the water heats and boils the steam generated by the heat releases through the spout most kettles are fitted with a whistle to notify us when the water, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so let me get to the part. Mm-hmm. A healthy steam kettle releases energy immediately as it builds up. When you are told, don't feel bad, and if you're going to cry, go to your room, the energy stays inside. The myth that time will heal is laughable in terms of the steam kettle analogy. Time only moves the steam kettle closer to an explosion. So like, if we're not letting things out, we're going to explode. Like if we're not Mm. dealing with our feelings as the pressure builds up inside our personal steam kettle, we automatically seek relief. This is when we may start participating in short-term energy relieving behaviors. There are three major problems with stirps. The first is that they work or more accurately, they appear to work. They create the illusion of recovery by causing you to forget or bury emotions. The second problem with stirbs is that they are short-term, they do not last, and they do not deal with the true emotional issue. And lastly, they do nothing to remove the cork that is jammed in the spout. In fact, most people don't even realize that there's a cork in the spout. So just Mm. kind of an illustration about how, like, it's just another way of um, saying that you need to deal with your emotions. (laughs) Because if you don't, and you just keep stuffing them inside, you just keep doing these short-term energy relieving behaviors, you're never going to get better. Like you're mm-hmm. just going to continually stay in this pattern. Um, what so are then some... it, it has to go hand in hand uh, with what we talked about in our last episode about, time you know, heals, but, yeah. like the, that it's not just the time heal. It's what you do with the time. Exactly. So I think that um, Sturbs and, it, and this is, I'm not going through a book. I don't know the stuff that, you know, I'm not going through these courses or haven't gone through these courses. But just from my experience, I would say that those stirbs could be a good thing if, and I'm just thinking of this off the top of my head, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but if you are also focusing your time on healing and doing right. things that heal you, um, right. because sometimes when the grief would get really, really heavy, I would allow myself to feel it. Yeah. But for me, it felt easier to process the grief, for example, if I was also cleaning the dishes or mopping the floor or whatever, that I gave myself something to do um, as an outlet as I process. Mm, um, so that I'm not, because for me personally, if I'm just sitting there and I'm, sometimes the, the grief would get overwhelming. 
And like, it was like, gosh, I can't believe she's gone. And it would just become so heavy. Um, so for me, it was like, um, and so I might've been handling it wrong uh, mm -hmm. in that moment. But for me, it was like, okay, I need to get up and do something mm -hmm. and or go for a walk or whatever. Um, I would take the kids, take the dogs and we'd go for a walk. And, you know, I'd be lost in thought um, while the kids are, you know, smelling the wild rosemary or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, um, but for me, it was, it's a way to process. So I don't know if that's, um, you know, that's a bad different. way to do it, but no. I think, I think the point of this is that you don't, you don't do these things to fulfill so that you're numbing, right? like that's shopping, alcohol, yeah. uh, whatever other things we mentioned. Um, right. you're not doing even dating, right? Mm -hmm. Some people date True. and they move next guy to the next guy to the next guy or the next girl, the next girl, the next girl. Yeah. I'm not saying sleeping around, I'm not, you know, saying anything, but like, even like just consuming your mind with a new person. Yeah. Um, some people choose that. And, mm -hmm. uh, I think, I think that that is the differentiation is that if you are doing it to numb the pain and pretend that nothing has happened, that's when it's a problem. Right. But you're right. I think what I was saying is probably something. Yeah, I think different. that's different. I think it's like uh anything in moderation. Um mm. like not anything. <laughs> Things that are yeah. not moral. I only drank a little bit of whiskey when I was no. <laughs> but like yeah, not like watching a few shows or whatever. As long as you're still yeah, dealing yeah, yeah. with your problems, I think that's good. Okay, so it's gonna make more sense. I skipped a very important part about the the water and normally the steam comes out. Then it says, imagine the same steam kettle filled with water with a high flame burning below and a cork jammed into the spout. Imagine the pressure that builds up inside the kettle when the spout cannot release the built-up energy. The cork represents a lifetime of misinformation that causes us to believe that we are not supposed to talk about sad, painful, and negative emotions. Mm. So that's when it's going to like, you're going to get yes. all messed up. If you feel like you can't talk, I can't imagine not being able to talk about it. Like this whole time, you know, I've had a counselor, a grief counselor, like um, we in the beginning talked to each other a lot about the beginning stages, not stages of grief, the beginning, how we felt in grief. Now mm. we talk about it on the podcast. Like there's so many outlets and now we have our significant others we talked to about. Like there's so many places. I can't imagine not having a place to talk about it and keep right. it and well, if you If you think about it, if you, if, you know, just you and I speaking now, like, of course, everybody listening, but if you go back to where we were at three months and six months when we first started talking and you think about your mindset back then, think of how much we like the things we used to talk about, right. how difficult, how hard it was, all these different things, um, how much we missed them, like all these different things. It's not that we don't miss them anymore, but like think of how much different your mindset is now and think of how much we have grieved and talked about it and exercised it and worked on it. Like from then until now, just think of how much True. you and I have done. Mm -hmm. Like we have put in the work to find the healing. Yeah. Um, and it's still not like there's still moments of course, oh, yeah. you know. Um I got a memory on Facebook, as some of you know who you're my friend on Facebook, that um, you know, we had just brought my daughter Alexis home from the hospital. Um, it was five days home, and I remembered the picture of Lacey holding Alexis and she looked so exhausted in the picture because you know she yeah. just brought a new baby home she was you know we're all adults in here listening um she was breastfeeding and mm -hmm. it, she was learning how to breastfeed for the right. first time 
And um, she was committed. She was devoted. She wanted to, you know, um, provide her baby every, she wanted, she was a mother, you know, she was a mother and she was awake all night, all the time, you know? And of course we were scared we were going to squish the baby or the baby was going to stop yeah. breathing, you know, when you're, all those things. you know, on your second kid, you're like, yeah, they'll be fine, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but so I saw this picture of her and um, it just, it got me thinking about a lot of stuff about her and um, you know, it's stuff I think about often anyways, but just when you see it, it took me back to a place and, and it also made me think about like all the things that she's missed yeah already all the things that she's missed and how um that even though i don't feel sorry for her because she's in the presence of our lord and savior but it did make me feel like it was kind of unfair for her right that you know she didn't get to she doesn't get to see her son reading she doesn't get to see her yeah. daughter getting awards at school and um her daughter doing these really talented arts and crafts and um, being an excellent reader and just trying so hard and and just the the little lady that she's becoming and and then my son and just um how his brain works and how he's so much like her and there's just all these things that yeah. she doesn't get to 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 know right. and it just felt kind of like us it's like she she worked so hard through her pregnancies like for these kids yeah like she sacrificed so much right. she gave up like she was just determined and devoted and like every freaking healthy and nutritious thing she mm. could do, she was doing and um, exercise and taking all her prenatal vitamins and just everything, everything that she could do, drinking mother's milk and, you know, the tea just to be, yeah. <laughs> if somebody doesn't know what that is, um, yeah, you know, just doing all the things um, to promote a very healthy baby. And, and she worked so hard and she created these children that are just awesome and beautiful yeah. and um you know she she she's missed a lot anyway right. so um I forgot why I brought all that up <laughs> Sorry. um there's still moments we're talking about grief yes yeah yeah, yeah 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 um there was a point I was getting at so whatever sorry I guess that was uh I guess that was me getting to process some more right um of my thoughts and um but anyways so but yes so you, that's what I was talking about. It's just that how far you and that there are still oh, moments, yeah, yeah. how far you and I have come. Yeah. True. Um, I remember like we used to feel the need to constantly compare, not in any comparison mm, right. kind of way, but just because we both found it really interesting to compare how Luke's and Lacey's cancer were right. similar. Yeah. Um, what similar medications they were on, what yeah. similar experiences they had, what similar experiences you and I had, what right. was it like for you discussing with him, having conversations with him, knowing he was going to die? What was it like for me yeah. having conversations with Lacey, knowing she was going to die? Um, we, we talked about it a lot and yeah. at great lengths. And, um, so like looking back, it's kind of like, wow, like, we really have put in a lot of work to find this healing. True. And, yeah. and so it didn't just, uh, you know, it definitely, the point I'm getting at again, the point I'm getting at is that we definitely, even though we had our little things for like coping, yeah. um, we definitely didn't like mask no. uh, our grief. We talked right. about it openly and that's super, super important. And um, something I did was, you know, I was so afraid that, everybody was going to be so bothered by the darkness that I felt mm. in my heart. And that I didn't want to share it with it. How do you, 
How do you share that with somebody? Anytime I, I felt alone at night, it was always at night. I feel oh, alone. Oh yeah, for just sure. Me and the kids and yep. my house is quiet and there's just, yeah, I nice, just, for sure. I wanted human connection, you know, mm -hmm. and it was so hard. Um, and I think about my friend, John, and I was like, oh, I need to call John. Or I think about Brian. I need to call Brian or Chris. I need to call Chris. And I would pick up the phone and I would hit their contact. And I'd hover my thumb above the like call, the dial button. And I'd be like, I can't. All I would picture is them like sitting at home with their complete families. Right. Um, eating dinner. And then here's this sad guy that wants to disturb their family dinner and mm. hey man do you you know do you have some time to listen to me and how hard and how sad I am right now like I just couldn't do it I could never yeah. bring myself to do it even though all of them are like hey dummy call me like it's okay I'm telling you it's okay like don't don't do that to yourself or whatever and I just be like I just can't I can't I can't disturb you guys and I know that I don't want to, I don't want to bring down your evening, you know? So I'm, I'm just encouraging people. Yeah. Don't do what I did. Don't right. do that. Call people say, Hey, I'm having a hard time. And then picture, picture how they would picture how you would respond if they called you and said, Hey, I'm, I'm having a really hard time. Right. Can I talk to you? You'd be like, yeah, yes. You know, shut off the TV, stop dinner, put a pause on dinner, whatever it is. Hey, sorry, I got to take this call. Like I would tell my wife, hey, I'm so sorry. My friend needs me right now. I need to take this call. And I would step into the other room and I would close the door and be like, what's on your heart, man? Let yeah, me, let me listen sure. to you. Let me be there for you. And um, I just had a really hard time picturing anybody wanting to do that for me. Mm. And um, so don't do that to yourself. Right. That's the yes. lesson, you know, Mark, Mark thoughts. These are Mark lessons. Don't <laughs> and, and graduate high school. Like <laughs> do it. Go back to school. Do it. No. Why do you think it <laughs> yeah. totally sign up? Why do you think it's yeah. Mark my words? like random why isn't it joel my words like why isn't mark my words question because it's like like mark like put like a mark down on oh. like a check mark you know oh i got it like okay. mark my words that's what I, that's what i think that's really just I really think. random why isn't it joel my words and why is it jackpot i always tell him he's the joel pot like why is it jackpot like i hit the jackpot. You know? i hit the joel pot. i mean just random questions thoughts i think why about. isn't it a, a joel of all trades right why isn't it jack Anyways, sign out. Okay, back to this. So why is I, why is a mark a bit? Why is it a bad word to call somebody a mark? It is. You might not know that one. Yeah, that's that's my thug really? life coming out. Yeah, if yeah. you're like yeah yeah yeah, if you call somebody a mark, mm. you're saying it's like calling somebody a snitch. I mean, it's not the oh, same thing, but it's didn't like know that. It, I can't say. Yeah, it means something derogatory, but uh, oh. it, it, it means you're a sissy or something like that. Like he's a mark. <laughs> Isn't that know. funny? That is you never funny. heard dang you, you need to like go to LA or something for a little while. Yeah, live myself you know, life. But yeah, thug or you know what my mom's saying is Karen and she hates it when people are like, Don't be a Karen. She's like, Why do people say that? She hates it. So I forgot that your mom's name is Karen. Yeah, that, so she like that really, would be frustrating. Yes, if we were like, Don't be a Mark or don't be a Michelle, it'd be like, That's rude. So she's always like, I hate it when people say don't be a Karen. Oh, and that only came out what like five like a, years ago? Yeah, not that long ago. Max. You know, yeah. I wonder where that came from. Don't be. So I don't know. I am sorry to your mom because that is rough. <laughs> right. That is rough. Like, right. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's that's sad. Anyways, okay, back to our conversation. Yeah. Um, so I think it's about finding a balance yes. between feeling your feelings and then also being able to do some activities that don't require you to think a lot and that you're mm. able to, you know, taking a walk, 
line dancing, you know, all the things yeah. like that's, being that's able to right to be healthy and not just letting time pass like oh, I'm just trying to like get through another day and distract yourself but like no every day counts I can be yeah. one day closer to my healing of like feeling better like like when you're sick right you're taking your vitamin C you're doing all your stuff you're trying to be proactive and getting better you're usually not just sitting there like I just hope I get better you're usually mm-hmm. you know or you got medication or whatever you're working on you know feeling better so I just wanted to encourage people to try to find that balance so maybe that looks like you start the mornings with prayer and journaling like that's huge Mm. for me is journaling my feelings and praying my feelings you start with that and that's how you're able to feel the pain and when you have something pop up and you're like grief hits you in the face and you're like really sad let yourself feel it don't push it down like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what people think don't push it down like let yourself feel those things and then be able to move forward and then be able to, you know, binge watch your favorite show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay within reason. So that's, and that's what, what I'm so sorry. That. What are they, what are they called again? I should, I'm going to write it down. Sturbs. What happened? Where'd you go? You can, oh. you can sound all smart when you tell somebody, Hey, I think you're disturbing. Um, actually one of our leaders, that's how they sturbing. say it. They're like the person was disturbing. Now I know what it means. Short term energy relieving behaviors. So they're things that just help you feel better, but they don't really address the problem. They're not addressing like what's really happening on the inside of you. It might be something that makes you feel good for a little bit, but it's not, it's not permanent. It's not helping you. I see. And so so then short-term energy relieving behavior. So I, I think that some of them, and maybe you wouldn't call them stirbs, but I think if you were, say, distracting yourself with something really positive, like reading your right. Bible, right, um, or reading a grief healing book, those things could still be considered a stirb, right? Or does a stirb have like a negative connotation? Um, I think it's most of these are negative. Let me. Okay, so that's when they reference them, as they're saying when you're doing yeah. something. Yeah. Negative. Okay. I think so. Because um, energy relieving, short-term energy relieving behavior um, doesn't necessarily sound like it's negative, but I think the main takeaway is like we're saying is like, make sure you're not doing it for the reason of, you yeah. know, disguising your pain, pretending like nothing, you know. Yeah. Like this is saying um, early on, we learned to cover up, hide and bury our feelings under food. It is not surprising Mm. that sometime later we adopt the same behavior and cover up our feelings under alcohol or drugs. We may have learned to do so by observing family members at funerals or wakes, consuming large amounts of food and alcohol. Consuming food or alcohol in response to the emotional energy created by death or divorce does not help us discover the source of the energy or complete the relationship affected by our loss. Therefore, we are participating in an illusion that the short-term relief offered by food or alcohol gives us long-term relief from the pain caused by the loss. Mm. That might help clarify it a little bit more about what it's talking about. I mean, think about it. You're taught from a young age, oh, you're sad, let's get some ice cream. Like Mm. things like that only like add to this, this problem that we have in society. I mean, I do with my own kids, like, oh, let's get it, especially when they're little, let's get a cookie, let's do this. Oh, you know, whatever. Um, that yeah, or can... don't don't cry or I'll give you something to cry about, you know? That well, that was my mom. Right. <laughs> that one Girl, too. Oh, that's different. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Anyways, yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. Anything else 
you want to say about um what are we talking I about? think this I think this is a great um topic and you know it does remind me of uh it's a more well thought out um episode but we did one that it reminds me of um uh help me out comfort uh, oh what was um, it called counterfeit comfort don't fall for com counterfeit comfort yes so yes. we did if if you find this topic interesting that's right we did dive into that um this is kind of the same thing i just realized well no it's not it's not the, it's been this a long is, time though since we it did. has yeah it has been a long, long time, time but it is different days. and we're uh -huh. coming at it from a different approach but um and you know we could just repeat material at this point like <laughs> <laughs> right they like listening to us anyways right? well, <laughs> sure that's my humble approach but yeah. no, I, I mean in regards to like gosh some of these episodes have been so long ago right that like either people will have forgot or they haven't listened to that many yeah. of our episodes right. um but anyways, so, but no, I think, and I think it's good stuff. It's important because also a lot of people listening are in the beginning, right? They're in the beginning. So it's important to stress these things that are important in the beginning or, um, you know, I didn't get permission to use the person's name. So I'll just say that, uh, even though it was public conversation, um, there was a conversation had between myself and somebody on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Um, and this person was saying how they are stuck in the grief. And that they're two years out and they're mm. just stuck in the grief. And um, I did share with this person about the thing we discussed in our last episode. Yeah. I said, we just actually did something on this where um, it's not about how long it's been. It's about what you do with the time. Right. So these things are important for people that are in the beginning. And we know that there's um, some, some of our listeners. Um, we just got a new listener who just lost her husband in January. Mm. She is wow. new, new. Recent, you know? recent, yeah. Yeah, and um, so it, it is good to to discuss these things because that's what we're here for. We're here to help. So maybe this was, um, you know, there's things here we didn't mention in the other episode because we didn't know these things yet. That is um, true. Or you didn't know these things yet, and I didn't piggyback on it, pretend like I knew them. <laughs> <laughs> right. You knew it. Yes. I was just winging it. But, um, uh -huh. you know, you graduated high school. Wait, you did, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. It's so obvious. <laughs> uh, yes. So no, I, I just think that it's um, that if you find this topic interesting, go go search that other episode because we yeah. do dive into the specifics of what those things might look like. Uh, right. We now know them as sturbs, but where uh, we called it counterfeit comfort because yes. they were things that that we all pursue in the beginning. There's you need something. Because you are just an emotional wreck and you need something. For me, um, you know, I did dive deeper into my vaping. I was vaping mm -hmm. nicotine, which, uh, you know, I have since stopped. Um, but I was vaping nicotine for a long time. And um, I was eating a lot of food. I was eating fast food. I was like, who cares? Who cares? Right. Who cares? You know? Um, and uh, just so many things. I started, you know, buying things and um because you know you'd get excited when you'd get a new package on your porch yes and, uh it didn't matter what it was it could have been like oh I want like a new mouse pad and I don't go online and order it or right whatever oh I want to I want to organize my kitchen drawer so I'm going to get some organizers whatever it was you know um or you know collecting cologne you know right. that was totally now I love the hobby 
but I had to, you know, I recently over, over the past, you know, six months, whatever it was, I sold off a lot yeah. of my collection because I realized I'm like, okay, this is, this is something that got out of hand. Um, fortunately, it's one of those things that holds its value pretty well yeah. in these communities. Um, so it's not like, you know, it wasn't like a huge financial, uh, hardship or anything that I incurred, but, um, you know, it, it's just, it's those things that we do that we, we look for a counterfeit comfort. So I'd say just to wrap that up that, yeah, like if you, if you want to hear more about this and maybe learn more about why you are feeling the things you're feeling, if you're new, um, go check out that episode. And honestly, a lot of our older episodes might be yeah. better for you because, we weren't always in the place where we were wanting <laughs> to date again and we were in love with other people again. Right. So, you know, if you hear this, um, it might be hard for you to hear us talking about new relationships and you might mm -hmm. just be like, I can never imagine that, you know, but, um, you know, I'd, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to some of our older stuff too. And, um, you can hear the journey. We recorded our journey. We know? did. Yeah. So, um, you know, we were at a different place for a long time. So, um, anywho, Anyways, um, it's episode 21. I looked it up. Thank if you. People would like to listen to Don't Fall for Counterfeit Comforts. That's a minute ago. Because what are we on now? There's 64? Oh, we didn't even look. Let's just see so we can tell everybody. I mean, yeah. they'll know because they click on this and it says, let me go. Yeah, they know. We don't 65. Know. 65, dang. 65. 65, that's, that's almost as many countries as we are being nice. listened to in, which is crazy. 66? So 66 said? yeah wow. we just recently got uh colombia and estonia nice anyways yeah it's, anyways uh, impressive impressive wanna... that all these people want to listen to us i know it's weird in our great great humbleness yes we're so humble <laughs> <laughs> so humble like seriously like oh my gosh like people wish they could be this humble you know? i know they do anyways you gotta anyways. have humility <laughs> also humor you gotta have humor you gotta be you able to do laugh have it's, to okay. Have humor. it's okay to laugh it's, it's okay, okay to laugh. laugh that's one of our episodes mean, yeah yeah it doesn't mean that you're uh did we do that yes if not we should do that well we i think we have that. one called um finding joy again again but i think there's one called it's okay to laugh let's look at the uh, og episodes the original yes, the original let's gangster. see well finding joy and grief yes um i'm looking about if there's one about laughing there's not. We should do that one. See, boom. I don't think we have that actually in the Edit title this out anyway. so we can sound all clever. Like we just <laughs> yeah. <thought> of... <laughs> just um, yeah, I don't think so. No, but seriously, it is it is okay for you to laugh. It doesn't yeah. mean that if you smile or laugh. As you remember, you and I talked about that a lot. Like in the beginning, it was like, gosh, yeah. it feels so weird to even smile. Right. Like everybody's staring at you and you're like, is it okay to smile? Is it okay to laugh? It is. It, it is. is because you can turn around and start crying a minute later. So if you feel the desire to smile or laugh at something like do it and it's okay. Yes. Cause it doesn't mean that you don't love your spouse as you know, any, or that you love your spouse any less. If you find right. something funny, it's okay. That's a good thing. That's a, that's the, that's the first stages of starting to find healing is when yes. you find the ability within yourself to smile again or laugh again. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a good thing. If you feel it, do it. Laugh. Ha 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 ha. Okay. That was like my best laugh ever. That was a really good one. Don't oh. okay me. That was great. It's a great okay. start. It was a great start okay, laugh. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. That's great. Um, right. Okay. Would you like to pray us out? 
Yes, okay. I will pray us out. You do it. Lord, I just, um, I'd like to thank you so much for blessing us, even though we face dark trials and seasons, that you still are there for us and that you teach us things through really, really difficult um, times and different difficult seasons in life. You still are teaching us and helping us to grow and helping us to hopefully um, be more Christ-like because that should be all of our goals um, is to be more like Christ. And I pray that you would do that. And I pray for those that are in the beginning, especially for that woman, I don't remember her name, nor would I say it, but who lost her husband like a month ago. Um, I pray for all those people, Lord, that are in those beginning stages that you would um, help them, help them and surround them and, and fill them with your peace and your Holy Spirit and just um, place your loving hand on their shoulders and just help them feel a, a small bit of joy um, this week. Um, I pray for that because I know it's hard to feel much, much more than that. And um, just thank you for the healing that you have provided in many of our hearts. And um, I thank you for being such a loving and faithful God. And um, we pray to you always in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, if you liked this podcast, give us a little ping, five stars on Apple Podcasts, or you could write a little review. We'd love that. It's been a while since we've had one. Or a big review. It doesn't or a big review. Little... Whatever. It doesn't matter. And <laughs> you can email us, email us. I did check it recently. There was nothing there. Widowed too soon M. <laughs> well, sometimes we forget. Widowed too soon yeah. M at gmail.com. But the best place is on our Facebook page, Widowed too soon, which is boom, blowing up. It says like 1.3 thousand or 1300 followers and then like 1200 people i don't know it's it's good it's big that's that's awesome yeah and um you can also find us on instagram all the places again if you'd like to learn more about grief recovery and how i could personally help you i'll put a link it's like a little calendly link that will have my calendar and you can sign up for a 15 minute um, consultation where we can talk about if this could be a fit for you so anyways thanks for listening everybody and uh we'll see you next time yes god bless you